Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, aka the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise, as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey, from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. And I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude. We are here for another beautiful week, and I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode all about self-love and some of my ideas on what self-love means to me. So, I want to know your thoughts on what self-love means to you and how you practice self-love. And if any of my ideas resonated with you, you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at the spiritual dog mom, or you can go to lightabovesolitude.com and reach out that way. I have a little mic in the corner where you can leave me a little voice message and let me know your thoughts. But today, I want to talk a little bit about self-discovery and why self-discovery is, has been really important to me lately. Um, self-discovery has not really been on my uh, radar for very long. I mean, not in the way that I think of it now. Before, it was just personal development and self-help, stuff like that, but as I've dived into it, I've, I've just come to really realize how unique each one of us are made and how important it is to find the things that work for you and resonate with you because every one of us are different and learn in a different way, cope in a different way, whatever it is. So the reason my my journey, my personal development journey went in this spiritual direction was because I was trying to figure out who the heck I am what makes Kalia tick? Who, who am I? If you've ever asked yourself questions like that, like who am I? Why am I here? All these esoteric questions, then you'll understand how important it is to really put a finger or at least some sort of direction in the, or some sort of attention in the direction of who you are and what the bigger picture is. I've been asked a lot on why I've decided to come out of the closet, quote-unquote, to talk about more woo-woo-y things and more spirituality-driven things, like we've talked about different modalities on the show, like tarot and astrology and all these um, other modalities, and I find them really important to me. When I started my journey, I started off looking into numerology, and um, I think that's a lot of 
that's an easy route for most of us to take. And a lot of us do start with numerology when we start seeing 1111 on the clock and figuring out what that means and then diving into angel numbers and then a little bit into, you know, uh, numerology and then from there into maybe astrology or some other modalities. But it's not ever necessarily about the modality. Um, for me, I want to be a place where you can come to explore different modalities, but to really find out what you resonate with. It's not about the method or the how or the system you use to find yourself. It's about finding yourself, right? So I want you to have as many ways to explore your soul and your desires as possible. And then you are responsible for therefore, you know, looking into that a little bit further. If, if, you find something that really resonates with you on one of these things, say it's it's tarot cards or oracle cards, and you find out that you really resonate with one of the archetypes in a deck, say the high priestess, for, for example. Like if you really vibe with that and you start going on your own research, your own tangents, and go down this rabbit hole of what do all these other archetypes mean? Or when I do a reading on myself, what does it mean when the high priestess comes up next to the emperor, you know? It isn't necessarily about the modality or the way you get there. It's about the answers that are provided when you actually start seeking out these knowledges and seeking out answers to the questions you're asking yourself. So my mission with the woo-woo side of this podcast is really to open your eyes to all the different ways that you are able to connect with nature, universe, God, source, whatever have you and get the answers that you're seeking. If one modality doesn't work for you or you're not into, you know, numerology, you're not into the, the other things, maybe another modality is for you. Maybe human design speaks to you. Maybe astrology speaks to you. It isn't necessarily about how you get there. It's about the the revelations that come because of that. And this has been my journey. This has been you know, dabble in here, dabble in there. I've, I've talked about it before, but I used to get down on myself because I was so into and interested in so many different things in life. You know, I'd pick up painting, love painting, then drop it, pick up sketching, love sketching, then drop it. I wrote poetry through high school. I don't do that now. I used to journal a lot. Now my journaling practice looks different. And I used to get really down on myself. Like, Hey, why can't you, you really enjoyed this one thing. Why can't you stick to it? And through giving myself grace, through relooking at the practices, it was never about what I was doing. It was about the fact that I'm creating something from nothing. Creation is the thing that I love. It's not painting. It's not writing. It's not speaking on a podcast. It's literally the act of creating something out of nothing that lights me up. And if if you find those answers through tarot, if you find those answers through numerology, if you find those answers through mindset work, energy healing, wherever you find the answers to the questions, that's what it's about, finding the answer. Now I can look at, you know, a crap closet full of unused supplies or whatever have you and and see, you know, I don't see the guilt in that anymore. I see the possibilities. I see the fact that I can explore 
my inner being, my soul's, my, my soul's desires, you know, all the things because I now allow myself to explore different modalities. It's never about how you do it. It's about where you're going and what you get out of it. What I want you to get out of experiencing all these different things on this podcast, different ways of asking yourself questions and different ways of finding answers, the sole thing I want you to do is look for the answers that resonate with you. If you go down the path of numerology and you find out you're a master number 11, you're 11 two life path, that's what I am. I'm life path 11 two. And you find out that that's all about, you know, two is about being compassionate, 11 is about being a leader, but like, you know, one is about leading, so 11 is twice the energy of one. So I'm, I'm supposed to be, in very simple terms, a leader with a passionate heart, you know, um, someone who gets more bees with honey. <laughs> I don't know exactly the term I want to use, but... Um, but if you find out your life path number and you realize that that doesn't vibe with you, it doesn't sit right with you, it doesn't feel good, it doesn't do anything for you, then keep searching. Keep asking those questions. Keep going down different rabbit holes until you find the one thing that goes oh my gosh, the lights have been turned on. I have now seen something about my quirks, about my traits, about my interests that I have either never seen before or now seen a different light. Like I said, it wasn't just my hobbies and things that I got down on myself for, picking up hobbies, dropping hobbies. It was everything in life. It was, you know, in and out of different relationships, not knowing what I really wanted, not knowing how to stand up for myself and ask what I want when I did want it. It was about changing jobs. I went from swim instructor and lifeguard to retail to, I worked in aerospace. I worked, you know, in, now I'm doing more retail, but I'm owning my own business. So entrepreneurship, I've done so many different things. I went to school for business, but I started doing all these other things. And I'd get down on myself and I'd say, you don't know what you want. You're never in the same industry. You're not whatever that gremlin, that negative mindset, that that unhealthy self-talk tells you in the moment. You're not doing the thing right or you're not staying consistent or whatever it is. Now I know that every one of those experiences I've had in the workforce, experiences that I've had in relationships, or experiences I've had exploring hobbies and activities. Each one of these builds my character, teaches me new habits, teaches me new skills, and gives me experience that I can take to the next experience. Every single one of those experiences has taught me a skill that I use to this day, whether it's confidence, whether it's spatial recognition, whether it's using power tools, I can use each one of these skills and know I have a toolkit of amazing things that I can offer people. But I would never know that, th that about myself. I would never know how skilled I can be in an area if I didn't explore it, if I didn't discover it. So the magic is in the process of self-discovery. And it's not just self-discovery through 
what's my birth chart say or what's this or what's that it's self-discovery through living life and allowing yourself the time to reflect on that experience working aerospace for a year I can then go back and look at it and be like how is aerospace even going to help me in this next job my next job then was an office job How is working with power tools going to help me in my office job? It was about processes. It was about knowing the ins and outs of a whole project that helped me gain the confidence I needed to go into the office job. And then my next office job was for a manufacturer. What is more hands-on in making and assembling things in aerospace helped me relate to my staff in a manufacturing company. You can pull skills from everywhere. You know, all my all my work at school, I used to get down on myself because I never finished my degree. I have something ridiculous like 15 credits left to get my bachelor's. I have <laughs> student loans that I've been paying on, but I don't have a paper degree or something that I can put on my resume. I used to kick myself in the butt all the time that I was so adamant I needed to go to school and so adamant I needed to get a degree and I still don't have one. Which, by the way, I'm okay with. (laughs) I'm perfectly okay with now. I mean, it kind of sucks that I have student loans that I'm paying for. But like I said, every single experience we go through is there to teach us something. What I learned in school was the confidence in presenting myself to my peers. The the confidence in writing a paper that was coherent and sophisticated enough to earn a passing grade. My, my persistence in sticking it out as long as I did, even when I knew I didn't want to finish. There's skill sets in there and experiences in there that you've had to work through to get you to where you are and that have are still helping. You're still building on these skill sets. It's your job to therefore take the time to reflect on that experience and dig up the golden nuggets. Find those golden nuggets. Like, if you think of mining, the gold isn't just laying around, right? You're either panhandling or what is that called? Not panhandling. <laughs> um, panning for gold, right? You're just lifting the dirt out of the water and shaking the pan, sifting out the dirt to find the golden nuggets. There is some sort of unveiling, discovering, mining, you know, and digging up that you have to do. That's your time of reflection. That's your time of sitting with, what did I learn from this? What is a situation that seems sometimes really shitty, to be honest, excuse me, but There is a golden nugget in that. Like if you think of mining, caves, caves are scary. They're dark. You know, there's a risk of caves collapsing in on each other. You know, there's many instances where miners have been trapped or killed or it's a very hazardous job. But when you take that shitty situation and you realize that what they find is is more than valuable, you know, just the simple act of mining out a certain piece of earth 
that is more valuable than the the surrounding earth, it makes that cave have a completely different meaning. If I look at a hole in the ground and I say, oh, that's just a hole in the ground, it's scary, there's probably a creature living in it, whatever. But if I know that each hole in the ground could have treasures, could have value that is beyond, I'm going to look at each situation differently. I challenge you to look at every situation in your life, whether it be your work history, your hobby history, your history with relationships and your family and your friends, all the experiences you've had, and break them down. What was this person placed in my life to show me? What was this job there to teach me? There's tangible skills, typing skills, power tool skills, all these skills, but really break it down as far as you can. Was this job to teach me how to handle unhappy customers, unhappy people in my life? The job could be dealing with customers, but it could be a direct correlation on how you're able to handle an unruly relationship with a sibling or, you know, how to communicate better with a certain personality type that just so happens to show up as your aunt, you know, and you're learning how through this job, how to communicate properly with your family members. There's so many different aspects to self-discovery and how you can learn to love yourself, love the things you've gone through, really appreciate the good, the bad, the happy, the ugly, the the caves, the diamonds in your life and learn to use that for your advantage. If you're put in a situation that really sucked, but you know that your communication skills have grown tenfold since having to deal with your unhappy coworkers or whatever it is, how is that making it better for you? How are you going to use those skills to better understand yourself? For me, learning my com- learning communication skills with other personality types help me stand up for myself. I'm a recovering people pleaser. There's a time and a place for people pleasers, but it's not an everyday occurrence and it's not to the point of making yourself a rug, right? You don't want to be walked all over. You don't want to cave into everybody. You want to have solid boundaries and you want to expect respect yourself. Going through situations where I had to learn to stand up for myself, hold my ground, has really helped me in my everyday life. It's taught me that I have value, that I I can stand, that I have the capability of standing up for myself. I still am super uncomfortable around confrontation and I try to avoid it, but when it has to happen for the greater good of everyone, I now know that I'm able to do those things. I now know I'm able to have the difficult conversations, but I would never know if I didn't take the time to process all the experiences I've gone through and really think about what does that mean for me as a person? What does that mean for my soul? What does this mean that I pick up a million different hobbies, but I never finish them or never continue them? It's just my soul trying to tell me that I am a creator. It doesn't matter how I create. I just need to allow my soul to express itself through any medium that I see possible. 
if I have a vision that that piece of wood should now be a birdhouse, then it should be a birdhouse. But the next day, if I see, if I see rocks and they need to be some sort of statue, <laughs> then that's fine. It doesn't matter if I'm working with wood, rock, paint, paper, broadcasting airwaves through your headphones. It doesn't matter what it is. I just know that my soul's deepest desire is to create to create, to be an example of showing someone they can heal others and heal themselves through making something out of nothing. Through taking the ugly experiences in life, the depression, the anxiety, the things that that are, are taboo to talk about or that are pain for people, grief, loss, death, dying. If I can take those things and I can rewire them in somebody's brain to show them the beauty in life, to show them to take each day as it comes to them, to show them that what they think their negative emotions and experiences are, are actually there to help them, are actually there to make them stronger. That to me rings so much more meaning and so much more purpose in my life than just to say, I have a lot of hobbies. I do a lot of crap. doesn't mean anything. No, it means everything. You just need to take the time to develop your self-discovery skills and to really take the time to reflect on all the experiences. Always ask yourself, what is this trying to teach me? What is this trying to communicate to me? What am I supposed to learn here? Why is this important? Why is this happening for me? Because I know people say it all the time, you know, life isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. Well, why? Why is this happening for me? Sit with those questions and you'll have answers. And if you don't have answers, that's where the woo-woo stuff comes in. I want to give you opportunities and options of modalities and methods to find your answers. Everyone has the power within themselves to find the answers. But building that confidence and strengthening that muscle, it really is a muscle just like everything else. You have to work it out. You have to give it the power and, and know that you have, you have the power. So build the confidence in that muscle before you can start using it on a daily basis. If you don't have the confidence in asking yourself questions and waiting for the answers, that's when the modalities come in. That's when the self-discovery tools come in, the journal prompts, the, the tarot spreads, the, the birth chart readings. That's when all these other things come into play. But you ultimately have the power. You ultimately have the answers. That is why when you hear an answer to a birth chart question or when you see something in a tarot spread and you think it doesn't resonate with you, that's because you know the true answer. The soul inside of you, the spirit and that mm inside of you knows what is right and wrong for you, what is aligned and unaligned for you what the true answer to your question is. And that's why it doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right. Or the exact opposite. It's like, yes, that is the missing piece to the puzzle. That is the thing I haven't thought of before. That is what I needed to see. And now the picture is crystal clear. And that's the beautiful thing about about the different modalities and the different ways of assessing ourselves and our experiences and what we think about things is because these different modalities bring different perspectives 
tarot brings the archetypes and the storylines of each card and each suit. Astrology brings in the personalities and the, and the vibes and the characteristics of each planet. Each one of these things means something else and gives you a whole new perspective on what you are working with. Because one of my favorite things to think about lately is that when you are in a jar, say everyone has their own jar, their own suit of armor, right? You're in a jar. It is impossible for you to read your label when you're in your own jar. So these modalities, they, are, they allow you to untwist that lid, to hop out of the jar and look back at yourself and be like, I had no idea my, my label says creator. If I knew my label says creator, I would have never hated myself for dropping so many different hobbies. I would have never hated myself for exploring the different, you know, paths I went down in my, in my work experience. That's just my soul's way of expressing itself. These different modalities that I share with you are just different ways of looking at your label, being able to see yourself in a different perspective, a way that you weren't able to see yourself before. Just like a mirror, you can see yourself as a version of what other people see you, but a mirror is always reversed. It's not exactly how people see you. It's a reversed image of how people see you. You just have to clear, clear all the gunk away to be able to look at yourself in all these different ways, all these different angles, and really evaluate what that means for your life. What is this trying to tell me? What is this trying to teach me? So that's why I'm so passionate about self-discovery. I love it. There's so many different ways to look at a life and so many different lessons to learn from one experience. Two people going through the same exact experience at the same time, the same age, the same everything, they have two completely different stories. Why? Because it's how they perceive it. It's what they think their label says. Two kids going through a divorce at the same time, say they're twins. One child can say, I'm a child of a divorced parent. The other child can say, my parents loved me so much and now I have two families, two homes to come home to. Two completely different perceptions on the same situation. So the modalities I share with you on this podcast or I share with you in general are just different ways of changing up your your thought patterns, changing up your way of looking at things to be able to see a more holistic view. And if it doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't matter. It's not about the modality. It's about the answers you find. It's about how you relate that to your human experience, your unique human experience, because every one of us on this planet are multifaceted souls, are complex beings, but are beautifully and uniquely made. And so the same, the same thing is not going to hit you the same way as another person. You need your own method. You need your own conclusions. And only you and your soul deep down inside will know what is right for you and what does not belong. 
It's just a matter of working that muscle, working that intuition muscle. How does this sit with me? I got the answer that I'm a Leo rising. Do I care? What does that mean for my life? Does it resonate with me? Does it not resonate with me? How does it show up in my life? How does it not show up in my life? It doesn't matter about the modality. It's just a method to get you to where you need to be and where you need to be is that self-discovery answer. Who am I? What does my soul want? What am I good at? What lights me up? Because what the world needs is more people living in what lights them up. It's not about what they do. We don't need another accountant. We don't need another artist. We just need people being happy. We just need people doing what makes them happy, what lights them up. When I see somebody, you know, happy dancing or, or, you know, really grooving out in their car listening to music, I don't care what kind of music they're listening to. I just see the fact that that person is completely in their element at that time. They're completely happy and that puts a smile on my face. You'd be like, oh man, <laughs> you know, I would never be caught dead dancing like that or whatever. It doesn't matter. It just matters that that person is high vibe. That's what we need. We need more high vibe, happy people. And it doesn't matter the modality of getting there. It doesn't matter anything. But once you start diving in into what's aligned with your soul and what's not aligned with your soul, and you start working down your path of self-discovery and realizing that yourself needs these certain things in their life, go after that. So I hope that explains a little bit more about why self-discovery has been on my heart and why it's so important for me with this podcast to really open your eyes up to different modalities to find you. Because ultimately the answer is it's all you. Only you can find you. Only you know what's right for you and your soul will tell you. You just need to start mastering that muscle of intuition. So... I hope that you join us in the free Luminaries community. You can find it at luminaries.lightabovesolitude.com. I am super stoked to tell you that on June 24th, it will be at 5 p.m. Pacific. We are having a workshop called Dancing with Your Moon. And Dancing with Your Moon is going to be all about what phase the moon was in the day you were born and what that means for you and your personality type. So based on your birth chart, um, if you would like to go to um, the Light Above Solitude Facebook page, I have an event linked to the Facebook page all about it. It's a $25 workshop that goes to help fund the facilitator, who is Tamara Brody, who also has had a guest appearance on this show. You can check her, her episode out. Um, she did an episode about generational planets and astrology, and it was absolutely fascinating. So you can go to lightabovesolitude.com slash guests and find the name Tamara Brody to learn a little bit more and hear a little bit more from her before we dive into this event on the 24th. 
Otherwise, we'll be doing, um, you know, an astrology lesson on what your moon means for you and kind of how to incorporate that into your life. We'll do a little collage work. And all around, it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic night. So you can find the event at facebook.com slash solitude. You can also just hop into the Luminaries community. The community is free and we'll be promoting that event there. And that's where the event will be held. So it's luminaries.lightabovesolitude.com. So check it out there. And I would love, 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 love to have you for this kickoff event because it is going to be fantastic. I absolutely adore Tamara. Hit me up on IG at the spiritual dog mom. Let me know what you think and let me know if you have any golden nuggets or even any topics you would like to cover. Now that I talked a little bit about self-discovery and what these modalities mean to me, I would like to know if there's any modalities out there that you would like to see an expert in on. I can, I can find somebody for you and we can talk about it on the podcast. So until next week, I love you so, so, so much. You are amazing. See you in the luminaries. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.